Hello one, hello all. If you're catching us for the first time, hello. If you're a repeat viewer, thank you for joining us once again. How is everybody doing? Um, I, of course, am your co-host, Robert, and I, of course, am joined by my amazing co-host, Alex, here today. Uh, Hello, everybody. And if you want to find out more about our little operation here, the podcast, uh, you can check us out also on Instagram. I don't know what the handle is. I'll have to look that up afterwards, but it's probably, probably Salem's Station something, yada, yada, yada. Um, how are we doing today, Alex, before we get started? How's, how's... I've been sleeping for 10 hours straight. Sleeping for 10 hours straight? Yeah. It sounds like you might need a couple more hours. Uh, I'm doing great here. Hello, and welcome to the Salem's Station Podcast, the show where we rank and review all of your favorite horror movies. Um, today, we're not doing a horror movie review. Although I might end up doing one because I just watched a new, newly released horror movie, uh, and I'll get I'll get into that a bit. But we're gonna be covering horror movie news because quite a lot of news has been coming out. Last episode, I think it was Prey. I could be wrong. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. That was a while back. But at the end of that episode, we kind of did a little segment where weeks. we just talked about like horror news, and I kind of liked it. You know, it was just chill. So, this is an episode that you can sit back, relax, uh, make some of your finest popcorn, whatever it is, crack open a cold one. Just, this is an episode to chill to. Oh, and I got two sheets of notes here on nothing but horror news. And then maybe a horror movie review, but if we have time. Alex, first up, and I kind of want to know, I, I really want to know your thoughts, especially on this. I think uh, I know what the fuck you're supposed to ask me. Huh? You're going to ask me. I don't think I fucking know what you're going to ask me. Recently, as of this last week, there was a trailer released for a movie called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And... Yeah. <laughs> what did you say fuck yeah? Fuck yes. What are your thoughts on the, on the on the trailer, on what we saw? On the trailer or on the entire thing as a whole uh the the thing uh, the the whole gist of it the the main beast the whole platter if you will honestly kind of hyped for it it just it looks stupid but like stupid in the right way like it's not taking itself too seriously but it does look kind of like creepy yeah i don't know it's just interesting i mean i'm happy that it's coming out whether it's good or bad because you know like as these as these shows and as these characters become part of like the mainstream and like leave private copyright and go into the public domain i think it's cool to like reimagine them and see them on like this yeah and i think it's it's nice to get something fucking original for once oh my god I, oh like, yeah oh, it's been... with everything being like a prequel a sequel a fucking requel like it's not just fucking give me something original and i think that's why i'm so excited about it because it's something new it's yeah. something like we can get into yeah, the, the like the thing you prequel, mentioned because well, I, I guess it kind of is but I know last episode you mentioned, like, everything's coming back. Like, every horror franchise ever. I made a list, by the way. Just to see how many horror franchises have come back. And I've started counting since, like, 20... I think either 2019 or 2020. And so many do have come back. And I'll go over that list in a moment. all the big ones, right? Yeah, yeah. With the exception of, like, maybe one or two. But, like, almost 
everything has just come back. But um, yeah. for people wondering, what the hell, this is a horror movie podcast, why are we talking about Winnie the Pooh? That's because Winnie the Pooh has entered the public domain, and someone had the bright idea. Okay, wait, I think we should break this down for a second. Okay, so it, it it's more complex than that. So Winnie the Pooh... The original books. The original book yeah. version of Winnie the Pooh has hit the public domain. Not the Disney version. Not the Disney version. So, so you cannot put like a red shirt on him. Yeah, that's true. I think is the is the thing. Like, and yeah. I, I don't think he was wearing a red shirt in the original. I, I think, think he, he was, was like just, naked. a yellow bear. Yeah. yeah, he was just a yellow bear. So that's why, like, if you notice in the trailers and everything, he looks like he he's wearing like a lumberjack <laughs> shirt because yeah. they they technically cannot use. The red shirt, I like how it's a red flannel Disney though, so it's like it's almost like a hint. Yeah, that's a, like, iconic. They're definitely straddling a line there, and they might get in trouble with um copy. They might hit copyright issues with the fact that they mentioned Eeyore because he technically has not hit the public domain yet. So mm, I um, know there's I know there's certain characters they can't use. I know they can only use Pooh and Piglet. Those are the only ones that have hit the public domain. Yeah. I think and we still have five years for Eeyore because they were technically made at different times. Yeah. Um. I know also Christopher Robin. <laughs> Christopher Robin. So the plot of this movie basically is Christopher Robin, you know, uh, the, the little boy who hangs out with Pooh and all the other animals of the... Uh, what is it called? Hundred Acre... What is it called? Hundred Acre Wood, yeah. Hundred Acre acres. Woods. Hundred Acres Hundred Acres Wood. Um... Whatever. He went off to college. He grew up, and he's bringing some chick back to you know where he, his his old stomping grounds, if you will. And he's like, hey, I, I used to have like these childhood friends, and they arrive. <laughs> and I don't honestly, I'm most intrigued to see where this like this segment goes, because they arrive to where they used to have like their little childhood adventures that you can imagine, like Pooh Bear had and whatnot. And you have like these empty pots of honey, just like. Like, they, I love the way they're shot, because some of them are broken, and it's like, uh-oh, what happened here? Spoilers. Yeah, it's uh, like just like a hellscape. Oh, yeah. by the way, this entire fucking movie was shot in 10 days. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think there was much <laughs> of a budget. This, this entire fucking movie was shot in 10 days. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest, it, it is... I... I'm it sure the budget like is yeah. I was gonna say when they play in the trailer because the trailer is out. If you if you're curious, you want to get a little glimpse as to what the movie might be. Um, when they showed all of like the studios involved, I didn't recognize any single one of them. They're probably like no, run yeah, by like no. two people or something. Um, but Christopher like, Robin, two guys with a dream. That's basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Which respect, respect. Yeah, no respect. I mean, I wouldn't be able to pull a movie off like this. Um, oh fuck no! But um, Christopher Robin, he's like, uh oh, my old, my old pals have become murderers or whatnot. And so, it's these two grown ass dudes with like a Pooh Bear mask and like a pig mask. They're supposed to be Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, but you know they're yeah. Which by the way, they don't look bad. Oh, I love I I like their looks. I just wish. I know in the movie, I love the look of Pooh, but I know it's not going to move. It's just going to be like a like a mask that, you know. I, I would love it if it moved, though, like you, like you see him talking and whatnot, but I doubt it. Because I think you can see the hands, you can see their hands, and they're obviously human hands. And it's like, yeah, could have at least given them, like, yellow gloves or something. But, um, uh, 
But yeah, that that's I like I like Piglet. Piglet looks scary, dude. He's got like little tusks and shit. Oh my god. Um but yeah, I'm excited. I don't know when this comes out. I think the trailer said coming soon. I I'm pretty sure it's sometime this year. I we have to I review like Huh? I think like December. December. We have to review this when it comes out. Oh, we definitely. have to. But yeah, the I mean, the idea is like it's basically the in this universe Winnie the Pooh, Eeyore and all of them they were real. But when he went to college, um, he left them without food. <laughs> yeah, they just became savage, like wild animals, because they had to fend for themselves. And I think they the, they were uh, like addicted to honey, and they started going cold turkey. And they're like, they just had even worse. Girls. Apparently, they ate Eeyore. Oh my god! That's why he's not there. Yeah, no, this is actually from the director. Oh my god! For Eeyore, my guy. Yeah, fucking and you know that bastard couldn't run away, my guy. He was probably slow as hell. Yeah, that poor bastard. <laughs> so that's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Blood and Honey. I cannot wait for that. Um, speaking of low budget horror, by the way, even though it is low budget, it still seems decent. And I'm only saying that because I'm comparing it to another low budget horror movie coming out this year. And... I know this other one also has hype only because it's an existing property, but this one just looks so cheap, and that's Terrifier 2. It looks so bad, like the cheapness. Does it actually? Oh, well, I, well, it looks like the it looks like it still has the budget of the first one, which isn't much of a budget from what I remember. That no. like the Winnie the Pooh one looks fairly better. Like it looks better made, and like that's. They're both independent yeah, projects. Fucking but... god, huh? Terrifier one had a budget of thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I would think that there'd be a bigger budget for this one. Maybe I don't know if it's just the way it's shot, but it looks. It just looks so like. Oh my god, here we they go. They've been working on it for like years. Yeah, because like they started working on it, I think not long after the original release, which was twenty sixteen. Yeah, I remember so, we talked about it when we did the Terrifier episode. That yeah, because it, it was apparently it was trapped in like development hell. That movie. Yeah, something like that. I'm watching the, watching the fucking the teaser Terri- right now. It, I think the Winnie the Pooh one looks better made than the Terrifier one. Don't get me wrong; I'm sure Terrifier will have you know amazing gore because that's what. That's all the first one I had. Just, I think all their budget just goes to the gore, which, you know, whatever is, I guess. That's what Terrifier is. I know it's coming uh, coming out streaming, but I think it's going to have, like, limited theatrical release. I was going to ask if you wanted to watch this, but like, in theaters, but do we even want to cover Terrifier 2? Should we? Is it, like, an obligation since we did the first one? Or should we skip it? I think it? so. Oh With my, I'm movies. watching the trailer. Yeah, this looks like dog shit. Compared to, compared to the Winnie the Pooh one, right? Like, it looks... Yeah. The Winnie the Pooh looks better. Like, what? I... Did you know that, um, speaking of public domain, um, I think Disney tried to renew, like, their hold on Mickey Mouse, and it was denied. So, like, in a what? couple years or so, Mickey will be in the public domain, so you can expect a Mickey Mouse slasher sometime soon. That'd be fucking hilarious. You know Disney's gonna be punching the air when that happens. Dude, this looks like part of it looks even worse than the first one. <laughs> I I'm I'm not that excited. I'm more excited for Winnie the Pooh than Yeah, honestly, Fire which I mean what does that fucking say? Uh, yeah, that doesn't really say much. So yeah, that's that's all there is to Terrifier 2, I guess. Um nothing else. Switching switching gears. 
Uh, we're going to talk about something that's, you know, a fairly good property. No fucking way. What? Mickey Mouse will enter the public domain in 2024. Two years, my guy. You know someone's probably already made a Mickey slasher and just waiting for that year to drop it immediately. Yeah, I mean, somebody def- that's definitely what happened with the fucking one. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he had the idea, but, like, considering it was shot in 10 days, maybe not. Uh, that's true. There's uh, Killer Clowns. Killer Clowns. Uh, they got a game. I know. Yes, I, I know. I'm very excited about I, I I am, too. It's going to be everything. It's made by the people that did the Friday the 13th game. So it's going to be very similar to that. Um, I know last episode I said I really don't play video games much. And I, I, I even said I wasn't going to get the Evil get Evil Dead game. I think I might get the Killer Clowns one because that looks like a lot of fun. <laughs> It looks, it looks like, by the way, there's a lot of Killer Clown stuff recently this year. I don't know if you've noticed that, um, there's, like, this, um, Halloween store called Spirit Halloween, and they have a lot of, uh, Killer Clowns merch. Like, you know the gun that, like, shoots popcorn that they have in the movie or whatever? And, like, the, the shit that turns you into, like, the cotton candy things? Like, they have those replicas sold. They have, like, uh, mugs with the Killer Clowns on them, shot glasses, shirts, and whatnot, um, it's a lot of cool stuff, and people were wondering, like, does this mean something? Killer Clowns is also returning to uh, Universal Halloween Horror Nights, which we could talk about those mazes. Um, I'm excited for Very that. Very excited. This year looks fucking incredible. Yeah, um, I like, I loved it. I think the Killer Clowns maze might be my favorite one out of both years we've gone. I really liked that maze, and I hope. I hope it's at least as good as that. If they could do a better version, that would be even like better. I think that would. Be I don't know how they would do a better one. It already was good. Huh? I mean, they had like, it looked almost exactly like you stepped into the movie, which is Dude, pretty fucking cool. Which is insane. Oh my god, I'm glad we did that. Um, but yeah, Killer Clowns is coming back to Universal. A couple other horror properties as well. Obviously, Halloween. There are Universal. La Llorona. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. The I, movie sucked, but hopefully the maze is cool. I don't think it's based off of the movie. I think it's, like, just using the... Oh, just just the tail? Yeah, yeah, just the tail. Which, Which is cool. I mean, the yeah. tail is fucking terrifying. I can already... Ex- I, I already know I'm going to be scared of that bitch jumping out at me. Um, But uh, I the one I'm kind of excited about as well is... um, they. By the way, I noticed that... And I love all, blah, blah, blah. I noticed, and a lot of other people did as well, that this year they're having a lot of, like, original ideas for mazes. Not a lot of IPs like they did the last the weekend, years. which is pretty fucking okay. cool. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. We have to talk about the weekend. Dude, what the fuck? Like, I, re- I remember, because <laughs> usually, like, um, I hope... Apparently, it's-, it's like... Well, I mean, the weekend. If you if you've been listening to his like recent songs, he has been going in a more like macabre direction. Blinding lights is so, not that I, macabre. What's up? I think blinding lights is like the only one I know of. I'm trying. I'm looking up the other song. <laughs> oh, the, um, but like, is he Jim Carrey in it? it? He like comes in at the end. I think it's like part of his like his thing. Dawn FM. Oh, I don't know what that is. But basic. No, it's like a a thing. He's. Oh, he's doing. Yeah, it's like. But like the fact that he gets his own maze at Universal, like. I think it's pretty cool. If we ever do a March Madness episode. Yeah, again, after hours, his his twenty twenty album, it's like. It's like more. It's it's more, it's definitely more like macabre. Mm-hmm. And I think he's kind of like feeding into that. Yeah, Don FM, his, his new album. 
Oh, I see. It's like it has what's it, what's it called? It has like faint undertones of like death, like out of time. Oh, I see. It, like, yeah, like, it's like okay. I, I I guess I can see that. I I wonder if he made a deal with Universal. I mean, he had to obviously. Definitely, they're, they're probably I mean, gonna yeah. use like his music and the maze and whatnot. I I hope which it's, would be pretty cool. It'd be a missed opportunity if they didn't, because then what's the point of getting him for the maze? Uh, I heard someone. Yeah, it's a, it's it. The description is literally um, dive into the macabre <laughs> mind of, of the week the weekend. I hope yeah, the weekend. I hope honestly, kind of. Could you imagine? I hope like, it's. I hope his it's... haunting music playing in the background while you're being like chased Jeez, by something. The weekend. I hope it's. I hope it's like the um that scene uh that that the thing he had at the halftime show where it's him running throughout the. Oh, bloody! <laughs> that's the whole maze. Just you running. Just, just running through the mirrors. Dude, that has to be a segment of the maze. If that's not, uh, that's definitely. I think they're definitely gonna reference it. That'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um... But like, dude, honestly, they could do effects like, it's like a thing of mirrors, but then you look into like one mirror and oh, then it's, it's like we can stare back at you. It's like hidden two way glass. Like oh, a light appears and you see somebody reflecting back at it's you. It's like that. It's like that thing at, at Disney for the haunted mansion where like. Yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. You got that ghost like right ghost? next to. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think they can definitely do that. That'd be oh, pretty should. cool. Well, I'm I'm excited. We should buy our tickets. Actually, we should buy it soon because I we're gonna get really busy this next these next two months. It's already I'm already feeling us being a little too busy with life. You know what I hope they do? You know how um the first year we went, uh they had you know the opportunity where you could, it, it's like it's like a specific maze where if you have a keyword and you tell a certain actor in the maze, they give you like a little like a little prop or a little thing, right? Um, I hope that this year, if they do that, it's for the weekend, and you have to ask the weekend, uh, like you know, you have got to say like uh, the the a phrase or a lyric from one of his songs, and maybe he gives you like a ticket to one of his concerts or something. That'd be pretty cool, right? Yes. Um, I think what I should do for this episode <laughs> is I think I should do like an intro, um, or an outro where I use like the weekend themed song. Like like a, like a song that without getting fucking without claimed, getting, but yeah, yeah, like a song that's got like vibes of the weekend. I need to do that. Editing Robert will, future Robbie will, you know, do that. Take care of that. I'm putting that in the charge of him. But yeah, I'm 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 excited. Uh, I'm so stoked. Uh, we're gonna play nothing but weekend songs on the ride to Universal. So I hope you're ready for that. Yes. Um, for the next time we do um, a March Madness episode and we put our horror icons on there, the, remind me that the weekend has to be on that because the weekend is now um, in it's the league of Michael icon. Myers. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing, dude! I still can't get over that. I remember when I first, because I think I don't know, was it you or Christian that? Because I remember usually when like they announce their mazes, like one of you two will usually send me like, like you know their posts, and I remember seeing the weekends and I was like. Like, I thought it was, like, a joke or something. I, I still can't believe it's an actual thing. That has to be the first one we go to. That I, You know what? Screw the Killer Clowns. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. The weekend. Um, but also, of course, they have... Uh, because uh, Universal and Blumhouse are putting out their, quote-unquote, final Halloween movie, Halloween Ends. They got to promote it, so they're going to have Halloween be a maze this year, um, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We kind of had Halloween last year, but you know what? That was... Like last year, for some reason, they did specifically Halloween four, 
So now they're just doing the original one. Same shit, I guess. It's just Michael Myers coming out at you, which is, you know, so the fun. official. Sorry to cut you off, but like, um, the official name of the maze for the weekend is the Weekend After Hours Nightmare. Weekend After. Because his new his new album is called After Hours. So oh, it's like, oh, I see. I I might have to check it out to see if, like, his album. Let's see if like, maybe I, it's a good album. I like it. I've been listening yeah. to it. Pretty right. sick. This is pretty new. I mean, it's probably his newest. Yeah, it like released not too long ago. Um, they also have their um. These are usually some of my favorites. They're Universal. Oh yeah, they. Sorry, I just keep going back to it because I keep. Yeah, no, they are gonna have his music. The the maze will include. They have to. From after hours. Yeah, it's kind of like a given. It's like. It's like if you were to. I don't know why. Short films. Yes, he's made short films. Yeah, it's saying that. That um, themes inspired by Abel's, that's his name, uh, music and short films. I didn't know he did short films. Huh. Guests will be trapped in the maze with slashers, bandaged characters, and other scary creatures. And will have to survive the night while escaping the clutches of the monsters in the maze. That seems pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. You know how every year... Wait, Horror Nights is open? Yeah, so it's September. Oh my god, it opened the second... Oh, okay, yeah, we gotta go. But no, yeah, it's, like... it's already open. Like, I'm buying my ticket right now. <laughs> One of the mazes that I usually look forward to are the Universal Monsters mazes. Uh, those are usually, like, highlights for me. Because they're actually... Yeah. They actually try for... I'm not saying that they don't try for the other ones, but... Like, they, they're they so unique and so much fun. And they're, like... I remember that first year, I underestimated them. Because I was like, it's Universal Monsters. They're old. No, those shits go hard. Like, they're actually terrifying. First year they had Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, which I loved both of their designs. Frankenstein looked like a rotting zombie version of, you know, the Frankenstein you probably have a visual of in your mind. And then the Wolfman looked like a terrifying werewolf. Um, and I loved the set. Their set designs are also so amazing, like straight out of both of their movies. And then the second year um, we went, they had the Bride of Frankenstein as her maze. That was her maze um, for the Universal Monsters. And also, it was just so amazing. And Christian, he had the same exact thought that I had that first year where it's the Universal Monsters, and he underestimated them. And he was like, I think that one was the most terrifying one. Um, that maze also was so good. I liked her design. I liked that they had Dracula's Brides. They were pretty freaking scary. This year for the Universal Monsters, what they're having is, it's it's like themed curse, or like curses or whatnot. So it's the Wolfman, Dracula, and the Mummy. We already saw what their Wolfman looks like, or, you know, we got a taste of that the first year we went, which I love, and then I'm excited for their Dracula, but the one I'm most excited for is their mummy. I want to see how they do the mummy in the maze, which I can imagine the set design is going to look amazing. They also have, uh, like, a Blumhouse maze, and it's, like, split into two parts. Uh, one of them is Freaky, which is, it's like a, it was a movie that came out a while back. I'm not the world's biggest fan of Freaky. I think they should have gone with Happy Death Day. I think also it, it's much better, I guess, in terms of like a killer chasing you. Because in Freaky, it's like a blonde chick in a red leather jacket. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but the other half of that is the black phone, which I think might be pretty cool. Especially that that mask is pretty terrifying. So, And I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for the black phone portion of that maze. Um, they also have uh, those are basically all of their main IPs. Um, which are 
just most of the universal stuff. I'm surprised that they really didn't bother to, you know, get more. Because last year they had, like, last year almost all of them were, like, IPs. Like, they had Texas Chainsaw, they had The Exorcist, um, they had The Haunting of Hill House. They had a lot of them. Um, but whatever, that's fine. We got to see more of their original stuff. One of the uh, one of the ones that I'm excited for is their Universal. I think it's called like Haunted Hotel or something. Again, I don't know that what it, sick. It, it, it. It sounds sick. Um, I can. I think doing a Haunted Hotel is such a cool idea because there's a lot of things you could play around with that. Like maybe you're walking down like a haunted corridor and right and you got all these doors on your sides and you don't know which one's going to open up and if some bastard's going to come out at you um and then you walk by an elevator that's malfunctioning and maybe it just opens up and you know or maybe you got to walk through it you know i don't know i think there's a lot of cool things Uh, the set design i imagine is going to be amazing um and they also have one that's like themed like like scarecrows or whatever pretty sure i didn't really write down much of their original um mazes but they everything uh all of their mazes are out um, and then they also have the Terror Tram. Let me look up what their Terror Tram is right now. Their Terror Tram is themed Jordan Peele. And it's Nope plus Us. So uh, the first year we went, I can kind of get like a glimpse of what both of them are going to be. Um, the first year we went, they had an Us maze, which I liked a lot. It was a really cool maze. And so, you know, they're probably going to incorporate that into half of the Terror Tram. And I imagine the other portion of the Terror Tram. I know they have. Um, it's it's gonna be Nope. I know for the last couple of months since Nope uh, was released in theaters, they had a portion of their lot dedicated to. Have you seen Nope, Alex? No. No. Um. Well, there's um. They have like this little ranch. It's like a little theme park that they have. Not really a theme park. It's more of like a. Yeah, I get it. It's it's like a little cool rodeo place that they have in the movie called Jupiter's Claim. And they turned some of the lot uh, into the Jupiter's Claim area. It's like a cowboy themed, like themed little area that you know you could go and play. And it's really cool. It looks exactly like it did in the movie. So I imagine that's what the nope portion is going to be. Uh, I can't imagine that they're going to have like this huge ass cloud in the sky. But you know, if they manage to pull that off, be pretty cool. Um, that's our that's Universal Halloween Horror Nights. Which one are you? Which maze are you looking forward to the most, Alex? Honestly, still the clowns. The clowns, yeah. That 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 first year was pretty fucking great. Usually, also every year they have like, like this food stand, like that has some relation to a horror property that's there. So the first year we went, uh, there was a Stranger Things maze, and they had um, what's it called? Uh, what's the what was the a uh, Scoops Ahoy is what the ice cream place is called in Stranger Things. So they had a Scoops Ahoy venue, um, that year, and then the second year we went, um. Uh, right next to their Texas Chainsaw Maze, they had a Sawyer Family Barbecue venue, which is pretty cool, and it served barbecue, and it, shit was really messy. Uh, I'm, in, I'm interested to see what their food-themed venue horror whatever thing is going to be this year, um, considering they don't have much of, like, uh, horror IPs. I can't imagine it's going to be based off of Halloween. That really isn't, I don't know, Killer Clowns-themed maybe, Cotton Candy, Popcorn, I don't know. Yeah scream news um scream six has finished filming so that film is done and it's going to be released march of next year can't wait i'm excited uh i don't know if i talked about scream six much last episode uh i might have mentioned that scream six part of it's going to take place in new york 
I don't know if I ever, I don't know if I talked about the cast, about people that were, um, that joined, uh, the cast of Scream 6. Uh, I'm really excited for Scream 6, probably more so than I, oh, I don't know, I was going to say more so than I was for the fifth one. I don't know, maybe, um, good. I'm really stoked because, uh, they have, um, well, okay, well, first I got to mention, you know, you know, Sydney, right? She's the main protagonist of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the actress that plays her, Neff Campbell, isn't, it's said to not be in the sixth one even though she's been in all the other ones over some pay dispute which you know um she said that the studio wasn't paying her you know what you know she felt she deserved to be paid because she is like basically she's the star of the franchise and i kind of do side with her so she's not going to be in this next one um i hope she's back for the seventh one i hope they you know give her what she's worth um but in the meantime what they did was instead they brought in uh, a fan favorite character of the fourth one. Her name's Kirby. Kirby. Yeah, everyone loves Kirby. Anyone who's ever seen everyone loves Kirby. <laughs> everyone loves Kirby from Scream Four, and they bring her, they're bringing her back, and people are excited for that. I'm excited for that. They're bringing in uh, the the two sisters from the fifth movie, this last one, which I'm excited. I hope they play around more with um, that chick's like serial killer tendencies remember how she'd see billy everywhere um i thought that was a lot of fun uh the two uh the niece and nephew of randy they're also joining the main cast i mean they kind of already were part of the main cast but also the one i'm most excited for is uh they cast uh an actor that i always usually look forward to in the movies that she's in her name's samara weaving i don't know if you probably have never heard of her maybe you've probably seen her she's in a lot of horror things uh, I think the last thing she was in was, or the last thing I might have seen her in was uh, Ready or Not. Have I have you ever seen that movie? I don't know. I know I've streamed it a couple times. Ready or Not is Ready or Not. Everything she's in is so fucking good, and I she's an amazing actor. the The directors of the last Scream movie and this one, they were also the directors of Ready or Not. So I imagine they just roped her in, you know, like, hey, give us some of that movie magic. But I'm excited. Uh, also. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just excited. I imagine. I think she might end up being a ghost face killer just because she pulls off being a killer really well, like in the babysitter uh, movie from Netflix. But also she plays a protagonist really well as well. So uh, I can imagine her just being, you know, one of the good guys. I really I I want her to be a ghost face, but at the same time, the ghost faces usually die, and they're, they're like, the same movie they're revealed in. So it's like, I kind of want to see her in the seventh one as well, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, if she is ghost face, don't kill her off, whatever. It doesn't matter. Also, uh, there's a lot of Easter eggs and nods to the other movies. Uh, for instance, there's a that people noticed on set of Scream 6. So there's, like, a truck that says Ready or Not, which is a reference to Samara's other movie that I mentioned, Ready or Not. There's references to characters such as Jill from Scream 4. There's a flower shop that says uh, Jill's Flowers. And yada yada and many others. It, it's a lot of fun. It looks like that they had behind the scenes of Scream 6. Um, also, Scream 6, uh, I think, is not going to be called Scream 6. Since Scream 5 wasn't called uh, Scream 5. And it was just simply titled Scream. Uh, a lot of people have been noticing that, you know, those those clappers that they have for the movies. Um, usually, like, I don't have the, the, the title of the movie. It's Scream, and it's got, like, two exclamation marks. 
So people are wondering if that means that it's called like simply Scream or like Scream 2 because it's a sequel to the last one, which was just called Scream. Excited for that. Uh, speaking about Scream 2, though, what I just mentioned right now, Scream 2 is coming back to theaters. It's the 25th anniversary since it first came out. Um, I think this might be my, even though I love the first one a lot, I think Scream 2 might be my favorite one of the series. I love it a lot. And so, you know, I'm going to jump at the at every opportunity I can get of uh, watching it in theaters. This is probably the only time I'm going to have that chance. So I probably should be getting my tickets right now. But that movie, ugh, that movie, if I, if I ever had a comfort movie, that is the movie, my guy. Every scene of that movie is so stupid good, dude. Every scene is ingrained in my mind, dude. Even the, even like the final shot of, it, it of just Sydney walking away from the commotion of you know the movie, and the camera pulls away, and then you know she said starts playing, and then all you see is directed by Wes Craven. It's all so good, dude. Oh my god, it's some of the best stuff from like Gale. Do we, dude? The whole Sydney and like Derek, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, conflict, I guess, and Randy and Cotton Weary. Oh my God, dude! Even, even like little characters like Sarah Michelle Gellar's character, um, CC in the movie is just everything's just, uh, so good. Oh, one thing I was gonna mention: Scream Six, that I forgot. Scream always comments on something, right? Scream commented on horror movies in general. Uh, Scream 2 commented on uh, sequels. And the newest one commented on requels. So I... And last uh, the last time we did like an episode Scream related or whatever, I predicted that it was going to comment on requels. And lo and behold, that was true. My prediction... And I might forget this later on. But my prediction is that it's going to comment on franchises as a whole. Because they're going to New York. Everything's getting bigger. This is the sixth movie. You know, the series is starting to become a longer franchise, right? Originally, only had four movies. A lot of these other franchises have, like, ten movies, eight movies, whatever. This is the sixth movie, so, you know, I can see the franchise being, like, the thing that it comments on. You know, like, oh, these are the later sequels. The later sequels usually suck. Something they're going to say. Whatever. Um, I thought I'd add that in. Um, that oh, and then the third one they're having of this trilogy, I imagine, is gonna comment on like the end of a saga. You know, that's a pretty, that's a pretty yeah. like popular thing right now. Like Halloween, it's like oh, this is the end. You know, it's all coming together. That's what the seventh one's gonna comment on. I, I'm calling it right now, Alex. Oh. Well, oh, oh shit, my bad. Hold on. <laughs> okay, what the fuck was that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> he sounded like fucking God for a second. A lot of horror movies coming out in these next two months uh, in theaters, either uh, new releases or re-releases. Uh, we already talked about Scream 2 coming back to theaters. Trick or Treat is also coming back to theaters. I think it's the first time it's ever going to be in theaters. You know, the one with Little Sam. Kind of excited. Wait, that was never in theaters? No, I think that was like uh, straight to video or something like that. No way! Yeah. Are you serious? No, 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 no. Wait, I think that one was, it was a film contest or something. Uh-huh. I think it was what what are those things they do where they show like the films? Oh, like a film festival? 
Yeah, yeah, I think I think it was at a film festival. I mean, I'm sure, but like it didn't. It wasn't like a wide release in theaters. So this no, is so no. so you know this is big news for a lot of horror fans who really like that uh, property. So Trick or Treat is coming to theaters. Um, also coming to theaters is Pearl, which I'm really excited about. I have no reason to be this excited about for, but um, it's a prequel to X. Um, by the time this episode comes out, it'll probably already be out. I'll probably already have watched it. Maybe we do a review on Pearl. Who knows? Um, really excited for that. And I'm only bringing that up because announced today as we speak. By the way, as I said, prequel. Uh, sorry, Pearl is a prequel to X, which is a horror movie that came out earlier this year. Pearl is coming out this weekend, and it was just announced that there's going to be a third movie in that series called Maxine, which is coming out next year. Literally announced. Have some whack ass titles today. Yeah, uh, but anyways, I'm excited. Maxine, um, these are all, all three, all three of the movies of in this X series are like timepieces. So you know, X was in the 70s. Pearl is going to be in the 20s, uh, 1920s, and uh, Maxine's going to take place in the 80s. Um, and that is a sequel, whereas Pearl is a prequel. Um, other horror news. I know about like a month ago or so, whatever. Whenever we covered uh, that news of the Strangers, remember we talked about the Strangers really quickly, really briefly. We mentioned that they were making three new Stranger movies, like a trilogy or something. Um, well, it turns out that the trilogy is a remake of the movie, of the property, which I think is a bad move because that movie is fairly recent it came out 2009 i think usually for like a remake i don't know i'd expect like a remake from like an 80s property but from like a 2000s property that's like if they were to remake you know paranormal activity or final destination you know that's like extremely recent um and it's fun to or not fun it's it's interesting to see the comments on the post the original post about a month ago that says you know we're getting three new Strangers movies, and everyone's all excited. And then you see the post on Instagram where it states that this new trilogy is, you know, remaking that property. And everyone's like, well, this movie can go fuck itself. It's so funny. Is it a remake or is it a requel? It's a remake. It's a remake. Completely oh, from scratch. so many cool... Why the fuck? Why is there nothing original coming out? Except... Except for... Uh, that's my cue to come up with something original. I don't have anything original coming up. That would have been a... Winnie the Pooh. Oh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Yes, that is true. Um, we already did talk about that, but Winnie the Pooh is... Oh, fuck. 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 Yeah. God damn it. Um, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I, have, I have more news, though, on Halloween Horror Nights. Because, um, you know, more coverage has come out of the event. Um, I when are we buying tickets, by the way? I can do that uh, this week. I can do that this week. Okay. Um, okay, okay, okay. Just let... Yeah, okay. Is it on my birthday? No, we're going September thirtieth. Oh yeah, okay. The whole month in advance. Um. Anyways, uh, so I I've come to the conclusion that I am extremely hyped for the weekend maze. I don't know if it's ironically or unironically, but I am so pumped for it. Let me tell you, I've I've done something I never thought I would actually do in my life. I've actually gone out and listened to a couple of you know weekend uh soundtracks here and there in preparation for you know the maze uh, i'm getting my body spirit and soul all prepared for the experience that i'm about to um you know go into 
so you know how usually like every year they have like a food themed something on the horror property on one of the mazes or whatever right uh, a whole yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i guess they have like two one of them is killer clowns themed uh there's actually two that are killer clowns themed so first year you know how they had the scoops ahoy uh for stranger things well they have an ice cream place and it's i, I believe uh themed the ice cream truck that the brothers use in the movie so it's got like uh um things that were on their menu or something like that so it's got no like yeah, yeah it's got like ice cream ice cream stuff and then they also have uh like food that you can actually have in the same venue where the texas chainsaw barbecue stuff was at so you can go to either one for killer clowns you can go to actual food for killer clowns or you can go for like a dessert type thing um the other thing is that there is a weekend themed bar called the weekend after hours nightmare bar and the drinks are named after his songs and the two that i want to get are uh i think it's called savior tears and then blinding lights and it's got apparently this bar uh, area it's got like a club theme. That's what I've been hearing, and I'm so excited. Who knew that the weekend, you know, the idea of a club and horror, you put them together. He's a genius. He's a genius. I love the posters. Is it really that that good? Is... I don't know, but I, I love I love the posters that I keep seeing of horror nights, and it's like the grabber from the black phone, Michael Myers, <laughs> and then the weekend's face right next to it. Yeah, it's so funny. But... Oh yeah, black phone is a part of. It. Does he have his own maze? It, it's a half of a maze. It's like a Blumhouse maze. So, uh, oh, I think okay. like the later half is uh, themed the Black Phone, which is pretty cool. Did you ever watch the Black Phone? I don't remember. Were you even on the episode? I, I think so, right? I, I literally watched it with you. Oh, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. You, you did, you did, you did. Okay, my bad, my bad. But I, I, I sat next to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for Robert. that. I'm sorry. I'm excited for that. Okay. I'm spitballing this. Hold on. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm shotgunning these, this news right here. I watched Orphan First Kill, uh, the prequel to Orphan. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of this movie, Alex. Have you heard of Orphan No, First I actually Kill? haven't. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Well, yep. The Orphan is a property uh, made by... Um, it's this studio that doesn't really do much anymore, but they're called Dark Castle Entertainment, and they usually do like uh, remakes of... Um, of uh, horror from like the 50s uh, usually associated with the guy named William Castle hence why this new uh, or not new it was a studio production company that was made in like the late eight, late 90s sorry that remakes this property so like House of Wax 13 Ghosts um, House on Haunted Hill those all have 90s remakes they also made The Orphan which is the, one of their original ideas um, I think like in the 2000s or so that one I think is their best movie and Almost 20 years later, they decided to do a sequel to it, which is a prequel to the first movie. But uh, the thing about Orphan is, um, I don't know if you're ever going to watch Orphan, or I'm sure you're going to look into it after this episode. Um, but Maybe. Uh, the whole premise is that this family, right, uh, this mother, uh, she recently lost uh, a child, uh, stillbirth. Um, and so she's looking to adopt, and she and her husband adopt yes. this never good in a horror movie yeah well yeah <laughs> they adopt Not the, that's true. the omen also the, the omen the is a good example of that yeah um, yeah they uh, which by the way remind me we have news on the omen as well oh uh, dear lord another horror property that's returned um they shouldn't <laughs> I, I agree with you on that one I, they shouldn't but um 
right? So they adopt this girl, and then like so, like weird stuff starts happening, you know. And she's got real serial killer serial killer vibes, and this girl she's like eight years old, two years old, no, not two years old, sorry, like twelve years old. Um, and what it turns out happening, what, what the twist is, is that this eight year old, sorry, twelve year old, who actually was played by twelve year old actor at the time, you know, she was twelve when that movie was filmed. The twist in the movie is that though it's a thirty three year old woman with a condition where she physically stops aging at the age of 12, but she's like a grown woman. And she's been living as a child, getting away with, you know, like murder and stuff. And so, you know, it's revealed that she's a serial killer. So Orphan First Kill is a prequel to that, right? The main issue, though, is that they're using the same actress from the first, but it's almost 20 years later. She's not 12 anymore. And that was what something that was very jarring. Uh, huh? it, what? So they tried their best to de-age. Why? Did they? Did they? Uh, okay. Did they do their best? <laughs> I don't think so. Like I don't think they did their best. I think, okay. I think the story-wise, it's really good. I saw the twist coming, but it's a really good twist. And I can maybe go into it another time if we ever have, if we have more time later, right? I think the twist is really good. And I think the story and writing is really good, but I think it should have come out back when the first Orphan movie came out. Because there are scenes where it's literally a grown-ass woman in girls' clothing, and it just takes me out of it. And I'm like, that sucks. I think it's decent. Do I think it's better than the first one? No, but I do think it's a decent follow-up. I can't imagine they'd make another one. Um they the studio have said and the people that made the movie they said that they tried their best but i don't know if they really did anyways i thought i'd give a a little review that's never a good time when they're like hey we did our fucking best (laughs) yeah but i thought i'd give my little short uh two to three minute review of orphan that sounds terrible and don't even want to watch it it's pretty i would you know who i'm sure has covered it already found flakes i'm sure has covered it already you can watch it there um (laughs) But, I mean, still, I, I would recommend them the first Orphan movie because it's really good. Um, and I was about to say, how do you recommend that movie? I was like, you shouldn't. The first Orphan, I recommend. I really recommend. I extremely recommend. Um, that one, I'd give like a 9, uh, 8 out of 10. This new one, I'd give a 7-ish out of 10. I like the story. Uh, everything else is kind of whatever. Um, we talked about The Omen briefly. So, you, we, mentioned, you, uh, we mentioned The Omen. Um there are omen news there is omen there are news regarding the omen franchise it's coming back and it's uh they're planning on doing a prequel to the omen which is like how are you going to do a prequel to the omen because the omen is about a baby child he's like what five yeah he's five years old conception (laughs) he's He's, he's, so the story about the omen is the Antichrist, right? Well, it's just this fucking sperm cell just trying to fight <laughs> its way through. Cool. But, okay, but, so here's the thing. Here's what I was thinking. And I realized that a prequel movie would not work unless they do something that I kind of don't want them to do. Right? Omen, in the omen, we see Damien, which is the name of the, of the, of the child. We see, the majority of the movie is him at five years old. But we see him get adopted by the family as an infant. So if you were to do a prequel, it'd have to be, like, newborn, like, a couple days old before he gets adopted by, you know, the family in the first the Omen movie. The story of him getting abandoned by his parents. Now, the, now, that, now, then I was like, well, they could do what Rosemary's Baby did, where 
oh, the mother has to go through like, like, like psychological horrors because she has the child of like, you know, the devil. Right. And then, you know, she, she's, you know, the horrors. And then I realized Damien was not born of a human mother. Damien was born of a jackal, <laughs> a dog. So you can't do that with a dog. <laughs> born of a human mother. Huh? Is it revealed that he's not? No, he's born of a jackal. Hmm. So Damien's parents are um, Satan and uh, a jackal, a dog. So you can't do a prequel where the mother has like trauma of you know, oh my like my my child. What do I do with it? Do I get rid of it? Do I not? So you can't do that. So then I was like, well, what do you do for a prequel for the Omen? Like, how do you how do you do that? And then I realized, oh, I know what they're gonna do. In the Omen, there is a caretaker who kind of is involved with the whole um like demon stuff right like she's she she tries to become damien's caretaker and she's got like the rottweilers and whatnot i imagine the prequel is going to be on her and how she came to be how she became the 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 nanny we saw in the omen you know how maybe she was like mild-mannered how maybe she was like this nice person and then suddenly she was under the influence of like evil or whatever and then she became an evil nanny and now she's looking after damien i think that's what the prequel is going to be and then at the end of that movie, they're going to be like, oh, we have a baby you must protect. It's, you know, the Antichrist and, you know, this this ambassador, you know, he's going to adopt him. But we need you to keep a close eye on them or something, something. I predict that's what the prequel of the Omen is going to be. Um, I'm calling it right now. Okay. That's Omen news. Uh, let's see what else we got. Alien. On the Prey episode, we talked about, you know, like, what would... Now that Disney has seen the reaction to Prey, right, the Predator franchise, and now that, you know... It was overwhelmingly positive. What what do they do next, right? Do they continue with Predator, which I'm sure they will. But, I mean, obviously, you know, Predator goes hand-in-hand with Alien. So what are they going to do with Alien? Well, there are two projects, I believe, in the works for the Alien series. One of them is an Alien uh, series, I guess, a show, going to go to Hulu. I don't remember what that one's about. But then there's also an Alien movie that's being made. Which is called, uh, I think, I think it's, they're calling it like the fifth alien movie. So I think it probably takes place in the, in the same time limit events as the first one, the second one, the third one, and uh, Resurrection. Um, That's weird. So I think that one actually ignores the prequels. I could be wrong. Of course, they all ignore some parts of it. <laughs> so it's a re- it's uh, it's a requel. Is what I, it I want is. them just once. I want them just fucking just like I, I don't care if it's like a fucking B project or something. They should just make a movie that acknowledges all the films, even if it does doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> That's what it I just lo- acknowledges all of them. That's what I wanted for a Halloween. If you go back and listen to our Halloween rev- uh, Halloween Kills review, was it Halloween Kills? Because exactly what you're saying is what I would have wanted. But yeah, that, that's alien news. I heard that. I heard about this, and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. Whatever. Yada 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 yada." But the main piece of news is Hellraiser. Alex, have you seen the images for the new Hellraiser movie? Uh, yeah, some of them. Looks pretty cool. Are you do you are you intrigued by how? I'm intrigued. Hellraiser has never been something that I'm like like so into, to. but it looks interesting. I've never been a fan of the Hellraiser uh, franchise. I it's not my cup of tea. I recently started reading the the book that it's based off of, and by started recently reading, I mean I've read the first six pages and put the book down immediately because that's I I don't know. Um, 
I didn't even know you could read. I like the images. Hold on. Let me send you this really quickly. <laughs> I like the... Oh, I thought you were still talking about the book. You're like, I like the pictures. <laughs> no. There's no uh, pictures in the book. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on the way Pinhead looks? Oh, the, the woman Pinhead? Yeah, yeah. Female Pinhead. Interesting. Isn't that... The, she's the same character as before, right? So, you know, there's debate as she's to... She's the, the, the lady that falls in love with the zombie dude, right? Uh, That's who it's supposed to be? No, this is actually uh, an original story. It has no, I think, connection to anything prior to the other films. Interesting. So if you look at this second image, and I'll get into the plot of this movie because it has been revealed. That bottom is how, you know, the original Pinhead looks. And the top is yes. how the new Pinhead looks. And you can see, like... Is there a reason that she's in the photo? Or is, just, is that uh, just the first one you <laughs> That's the first image I found. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I was like, okay, what's she doing here? Um... I like that, like, the, the outfit, even though you don't see much of it from, like, her picture, some of it's already, like, like, it looks like, like, some of her skin isn't there. It looks like it's, In her on. throat, yeah. And the throat, do you see that thing in her throat? Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. Like, People straps are saying, Like, that's a device or something. Here yeah. is a, a side image, um, which I can send you, uh, of what lady pinhead she doesn't have the spikes down oh no she does yeah yeah so this i think it's also kind of unfair because it's like newer technology right this is what the side profile looks like and i think this looks better okay there it is yeah the lighting is not doing the first picture justice at all i like this i like i like how there's like an s on the side of her head that's like looks like it's been carved out almost but if you see like wait doesn't doesn't Pinhead have pins all over his head? Like, the back, too? Like, everywhere? I don't know if it's all over his head. I, I don't remember if he does in the movie or not. Um, huh. But I know it's definitely on the face. I, I do like... Like, in, in both yeah, of these no images, shit. she really isn't wearing, um like, clothing. Instead, I think what it's going to be is, like, parts of her flesh are ripped off. And they, like, emulate maybe clothing. I could be wrong. Uh, but like, look at her neck. What is that? That's like, that looks pretty gnarly. That looks like, I don't know. I think that looks really cool. Um, is that a cross? Uh, on their, on their neck thing? It looks like a Nubius sort of thing. No, it's like an eagle. I don't know. It'd be, in- it's interesting. So have you, I mean, it all depends. Have oh, you... Sorry. it all depends how they use the character, but definitely visually looks interesting. I like her eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I do like the call eye. back to the to the the black eyes of the original Pinhead, but like I like the the touch of like the blue. Yes, I I do like that too. It, it looks it more piercing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, usually with the Hellraiser movies, you get like uh, uh multiple Cenobites, which is what they're called. Um, yeah. Have you seen? There's a new one that they made for this movie, and his name is The Mask. Uh, have you seen this image before? Um, this is what the what this one looks like. This one looks freaky, um, which makes hey, Jesus. Me... What the fuck are you showing me? <laughs> yeah, for those oh of you, my... for those what of you... the fuck? For those of you intrigued, look up if you want to. It's a Hellraiser movie, so be warned. <laughs> Hellraiser: The Mask, spelled M A S Q U E. What the f- who the fuck? So I and seeing because this pen. Sorry, this this Cenobite, usually they're all, like, you know, um, covered in, like, leather and, like, chains or something. But this Cenobite is, like, 
he's basically naked with the exception of a couple metal things that are like yeah, piercing really his skin. Um, I because the other images of Pinhead don't seem to have any clothing. I think they're going for like a naked look for the Cenobite. So I think Pinhead probably won't have clothing either. I was. It's more like just exposed body. Like, oh my god, it's look! Ex- it looks like a skin hanging around his like thighs area. It's like supposed to be like it's like muscle uh, exposed. Not a skirt, but like yeah. It's it's like a it's like a skirt made out of skin is what it looks like. Yeah. And look it's at that definitely face. Interesting. I mean, I'm kind of torn about these new designs because yeah, they look better, and I guess it kind of goes with the theme a little bit better. But it, <sighs> at the same time, it looks more fake oh fake you think it looks fake well i mean yeah it's cgi yeah. so, uh, uh, okay well is. maybe the headshots are a bit like because the bottom one looks more real i think they're using it better cgi if not like practical effects but i don't know there's something about especially that scene and i think it's the first one or the second one the one where the guy comes back oh the brother yes yes it, where yeah. they use like the wax figure that looks, and, like they melted yeah. it and reversed it like that was fucking incredible like i hope they incredible. do a callback to that i hope they bring back shots like that but i don't know it kind of kind of hurts just seeing so much cgi when one of the hallmarks of the original film was that it wasn't cgi like it was all oh i don't want to say all but mostly practical effects practical. and it looked so good yeah yeah i, I i'm really hyped for the movie i i'm like reserving judgment is you know whether now that being said the person who the people that the director of this movie directed a movie that came out like a year or two ago called the night house i don't know if you watched it or not i really liked the night house and i said in that review for the movie because it's got hellraiser vibes and i was saying um i mentioned that i think that this the, the director of that movie would be perfect for a Hellraiser movie. This is one of the few instances where something that I wish for actually comes true. They're making a Hellraiser movie, so I'm sure they probably have some, like, regard for the movies and the series, so maybe they are, like, I feel like maybe maybe they're afraid to do what was already done. You know, maybe they're tiptoeing around. I don't know. Um, but here's another image, by the way, of, because uh, another hallmark, another hallmark of the series is the box. Um, that they use right to summon them, and I like the box. This this is the new box, and it actually looks like a puzzle box with pieces in it. I don't know if you, like you could see all the grooves and you know indentations in the box. It looks like something looks you like can. Looks like a five year old won't be able to solve this one. <laughs> yeah, and that was the thing about the original series is that it the original box a literal fucking child solved it. A literal child solved the box because the original box. It was basically, um, let me see if I can find an image of the original box of tea. Um, and I'm sure you remember what it looks like. It was the most bare bones thing. Um, I remember. <laughs> we just roasted it. This is this is what it looks like. I mean, like. it's a cool gimmick, but it's like the fact that a child could solve it. Which, I mean, I guess is both the point and not the point. Yeah, but the point is... so so. Right, like the box. The reason people open up the box is because um, the subtle bites they're usually um, about pleasure. They're all about pleasure and pain, and usually the way you seek them is you open this box. So it's usually someone who has a strong desire to feel new. Someone who has a strong desire to, you know, feel new experiences possibly out of this world. So in the first movie, right, Frank, um, 
he had you know many a sexual uh, fantasies and whatnot, and he had experienced everything on Earth. So he he heard of you know these other beings that could provide him new experiences. Hence why he opened the box. A child opening up the box is like kind of weird, but that kind of takes me to the plot of this new movie, and I really do like the plot. And the plot basically is that there's a chick who uh, she's like a uh, a drug uh, she's a drug addict. And I don't know if she, I don't remember if it's she's that I don't remember if the plot is that she's trying to go cold turkey and, you know, stop, you know, going or maybe no, actually, it's probably her going after a more stronger um, form of pleasure. She's probably experienced every, you know, possible thing. You know, what? let me look up. Let me look it up, actually, instead of bullshitting this. OK, this is what the actual plot is. Uh, we follow a young woman struggling with addiction as she finds herself in a possession in the possession of a mysterious ancient puzzle box. So yeah, she, I mean she's battling addiction, and I'm sure the box itself proves as like as like a form of like temptation, almost like oh, you can open me up, and you'll experience things that this world the that this world can't offer you. And as someone who's probably who's someone who probably has a strong addiction. Maybe she's thinking that, like, okay, well, this box can help me get away from this, you know? Not realizing that ancient ancient entities are going to come out of the box, right, with chains and whips or whatever. But that's what the plot of the movie is. And I do like plots like that. Evil Dead 2013 was that. Uh, you watched that where, you know, there's a chick who she's on drugs and she's trying to go cold turkey as well. They take her to the cabin of the woods. They accidentally read from the Book of the Dead. I like, I like plots like that. Um... And I think they're I think they're pretty cool. Um, so that's what the plot is for that movie. Um, that's all there is to Hellraiser, and this comes out I think the first week of October. Yeah, Hellraiser comes out the first week of October. It's still coming out. It's coming out on Hulu, so I'm I'm excited. We can watch it. We can probably review it. I mean, it'd be we don't have to go out to watch this one. Uh, now, last time you mentioned why aren't there no um, new horror properties, and so. And, you know, you were listing how there's always, like, remakes or requels or sequels or requels. Well, I decided to make a list of all the horror properties that have returned since uh, 2019, 2020. Um, and uh, here goes my list of every single horror property that has uh, returned. Halloween, Scream, Candyman, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Paranormal Activity, Saw, The Exorcist, Insidious, Predator, Final Destination, Orphan, The Strangers, Chucky, Evil Dead, Hellraiser, The Omen, The Nun, which we can talk about really quickly, Wrong Turn, and Goodnight Mommy. By the way, Goodnight Mommy is a is a is a foreign film that I really love. It's a, it's a it's foreign. Like that. Huh? Why do you say it like that with that inflection? Oh, I don't know. It's a foreign horror film that I really love, and it's getting an American remake, which absolutely, you know, I hate whatever. I hate when they do that. But anyways, um, that's all the horror properties that have returned, Alex, and I'm sure there's more to come. Are you excited? Yes. Oh. I was expecting a no, but okay. Um, oh, and I, I said uh, The Nun because... The Nun, um, they're making a sequel to The Nun. Huh. I think it comes out That's next interesting, year. Because I mean, technically, the nun was fucking vanquished. Oh yeah, the nun already was a yeah, vanquished. Yeah, and it was also vanquished in the second Conjuring movie. So, and, like it literally says, 
like on the wiki and and everywhere you read that she didn't reappear until the fucking they found her in the painting or whatever. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, they can always rewrite <laughs> rewrite history. Um, so yeah, that's all the horror news. Are there is there anything else you would like to tell the audience? It's kind of excited to see seeing this all the way season. It seems like it's gonna be a big one. Oh yeah, I've already seen a lot of uh, horror um, content creators that I follow absolutely losing their minds because there's so much shit coming out, dude. Both streaming. Uh, both in theaters, both like in terms of like experiences too. Shaq is getting in on the action by having something on the Queen Mary or something. I saw. I don't know what that man's is doing, but he's 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 not letting Halloween slip right through his fingertips. So yeah, I mean, uh, Halloween's pretty bit. It's pretty spooky season is pretty big this year. You know, maybe next episode we um maybe we do Children of the Corn. Maybe we don't. Um, this has been your uh, good old co uh, good old co-host uh, Robbie and, and 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 Alex. That's making fun of you for stuttering. I I extremely uh, appreciate that. Um, and we'll catch you all on the Witching Hour. Goodbye. Alex, the weekend's a heart icon now.